Hey everyone, what is up? It's Rebecca and you are back on She's Unoffendable podcast and that she is me. So you are joining me for part three of the Leveling Up Your Energy mini-series. So I wanted to do a mini-series because I know that, you know, so many people want to know how do you level up your energy. And so we're going to talk a little bit about um, how you find your power. So week one, we talked about where you are now on the emotional scale. Week two, we talked about how to... um, create the vision of where do you want to be? How do you want to feel? So to start looking at that, and I encouraged you to go to my website and get the free download, the energetic hustle. It's on my website at www.rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, another letter A, and then hamilton.com. So Rebecca A. Hamilton.com. Go get that energetic hustle. It is going to make a difference. So today let's talk about finding your power because one of the things I got to tell you, when I got my first set of Abraham Hicks cassette tapes, one of the things that I can tell you, I was 19. I remember I was doing a temp job. I I think I was reviewing taxes for a paper company. (laughs) Let me tell you how exciting that was. Um, and I remember sitting in the parking lot outside of there and at 19, it was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, I was, I was in, I had an office that had a window in it. I had a, you know, ceiling to floor window in it. Um, I had a nice view. I could shut the door. I had, you know, my own phone in there, which back then we didn't have cell phones. Um, So it kind of looked like I was getting paid pretty good. So it kind of looked like I was doing pretty well. And then I get the, but I get these cassette tapes and I'm sitting in the parking lot and I had been listening to them throughout the week, going back and forth to work. And at one point, one of the days I remember sitting in the parking lot and crying, but it was this amazingly good cry. It was this cry of, you know what? I do have some power and I do have the ability to change my life. And it really set me on this path of making that happen, of really proving to myself that I was the extension of God that I believed that I was, that I was learning that I was. And so maybe I didn't believe it yet. Believe may be a little bit of a strong word, right? But I was hopeful. I was so hopeful that I could have power, that I could have power over my life, that I could have power over the way that I felt, that I could have power over the way things went down around me, that I could have power over how I processed the world so that I felt better because I was so tired of feeling bad. And it was, I would get these temporary highs from things I would buy or from being able to pay a bill or getting a full tank of gas or, you know, it was all like very silly temporary highs. And so one of the first things that I learned and what this is about is finding your power. And how do you find your power? The very first thing you have to do is you have to Pull yourself out of victimhood. You cannot believe that you are a victim and a creator at the same time. It's not going to work. You're never going to be the creator that you want to be. If you believe, and y'all, 
I'm just telling you what I, what, what I know and what I've seen. If you believe that somebody is doing something to you, that God is doing something to you, that you are not responsible or you cannot be accountable for the world around you, that you can't look and say, you know what? I don't know how I got here and I'm not sure that I wanted to create it, but I have created it and now I want to create something different. That's a whole lot different than the victim side of it going, you know what? Like it sucks that I'm here. I was born into this life. I don't have the same opportunities as so-and-so over there. So, you know, and it's like, you can do that all day. Like, and you may be right. Like, that's the thing about it. It's not, we're not questioning here whether you're right or not. We're not questioning whether somebody born into money has a different opportunity than you do. Or if somebody who, you know, is born with great athletic skill has a different opportunity than you or a beautiful singing voice or whatever it is. But every single one of those people, no matter who they are, still want happiness. And we all are starting from the same starting point with that, right? Like we all have the ability to control our minds. And the thing is, is that It is easier to keep thinking the thoughts you've been thinking. So it feels very comfortable. So anytime you start feeling comfortable, start to question yourself. Like, wait a second. So if you were ready to release the lack mentality, which is something that you've got to do if you want to move forward, that's number one. And I have a lot of people, y'all, I teach a class, um, an online course. And one of the things that we do is we go over lack mentality. So the whole idea of having to versus getting to. So for instance, if you're getting ready and the, all these little things level up your energy, every single way that you can pull a belief up, that you can start to shape things differently where you're in control is going to up your energy. So the idea of having to versus getting to. So if you say, well, I I have to go to work tomorrow versus I get to go to work tomorrow, like somebody has entrusted me with a job and, and they're paying me to do it, like it's a totally different thing than saying you have to. Um, and then let's see some other things about lack mentality. So something that I had this conversation, it will forever stand out to me. This girl said, I am just not creating and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm writing my affirmations. I'm saying what I want, but I'm just not creating. And I said, okay, so what is it that you want? She said, well, I want to be out of debt. And I was like, okay, so what, what does that look like for you? And I'm like, give me your, give me your power statement. Like, what is your affirmation? What is your power statement around that? And she's like, um, I'm sick of being in debt or I don't want to be in debt anymore. And it's like, you can't keep acknowledging what it is you don't want. And then think that you're not going to create it because the reason you're saying it that way, the reason you're forming it into that sentence is because the focus is lack, right? So the way to turn that around is to only use positives, but it was just hysterical listening to her. It was like, dude, you have to, and we, we have to do it in all areas of our lives. I am personally not somebody that believes that just speaking different words is going to change your life. But I do think if you, if you start to be conscious of the words you're speaking, you're going to be even more conscious of the energy you're putting behind them. And that's where your power is because y'all in reality, words don't really matter. I mean, at the end of the day, you can say whatever you want. Now I have people, I curse. Okay. Um, I curse in my business and 
I'm known to drop an F-bomb and I might call someone an asshole. It just depends. Like I do curse sometimes. And people get very uptight about that. And, and it's so funny because, you know, I had somebody call or send me a message back recently. I wrote a curse word in an email that I sent out to everybody. And a lady wrote me back and she said, you know, I just can't believe that you would send out this email. It is so unprofessional. I hope this is what she told me. She said, I hope that everybody who's following you unfollows you and your business is unsuccessful. And I thought she didn't say any curse words there, but that was some true nastiness coming through the words that she did say. And it makes me rethink all of those type of ideas that I have about what's right and what's wrong. It's like at the end of the day, I just want to be a kind person. So anyway, I'm a little off track with that. But um, so, so the first thing is to really grasp the fact and be willing to be accountable for all of it. Now, I'm not saying that you're responsible for all of it. I'm not saying that you asked to create things. You're, you're probably messy creating right now. You're probably creating by default. You're probably creating just whatever. Like you don't even know how it's showing up. You may be able to look back and see some different, you know, lines of, of, um, some themes in your life. But you know, overall you're like, well, where did that come from? Or where did this come from? So the first thing is to say, you know what? I don't know where it came from, but I'm willing to take accountability because there's power in that decision. Because as soon as you take accountability for the bad stuff that's coming up, guess what, y'all? You get to take accountability for the good stuff. I mean, it, and you don't have to write it off as, you know, like you don't have to dumb yourself down. You don't have to dim your light. You get to actually say, you know what? I created this. I asked for this and it came. You know, I am, I am having this type of life because you know what? I'm working on myself every single day. Like I'm doing the work and you know, it's, it's funny cause like I, like I knew a lady a while back and she was telling me a story about how she and another person took a test at the same time and she passed it, but the other person didn't. And she said, you know, I was really blessed to pass the test. And I'm all for gratitude, y'all. But you weren't blessed. You were ready. You weren't blessed. You were, you were ready to do what it was you needed to do and you prepared. And that doesn't mean the other person didn't. See? See how that? See how it doesn't mean that the other person didn't? It just means that you were ready. So the first, so the first step is the accountability. And then creating your beliefs about yourself. Like, who are you? Do you know who you are? Who are you walking through your life all day, every day? Um, you know, accusing yourself of being who, who do you accuse yourself of being? Are you, you know, are you some of the labels that you grew up with? Are you what your husband tells you you are, what your wife says you are? Are you what an old employer who fired you 10 years ago? You know, are you still carrying that around? Who are you? And because as soon as we start looking at who you are, so what I want you guys to do is take a piece of paper and start writing down who are you. This is an exercise in feeling good. So for every single thing, if it's not a good feeling thing, I want you to turn it into a good feeling thing. If it's, if you say that, you know, you're, uh, a lot of people want to claim this whole, I'm super sensitive and I can't help it because I feel everybody's feelings, right? 
Let me tell you, you can help it because I am extremely sensitive, but I've decided to stop telling that story. So, because I'm not going to walk around miserable. It's just point blank. Like my well-being means more to me than being able to relate to being hurt. So you have to decide who it is you are and flip all of them to be things that are positive. Now that doesn't mean that you don't have any faults. God knows I have faults. We all have faults. We all have things that we're working on. I mean, sometimes, you know, I mean, I can overthink things. Sometimes I can, you know, be a jerk, you know, or maybe I assume something that isn't actually there. Like whatever it is, like we all have the things, right? So we're not looking for everything you've ever been, but like, what are your core power statements about yourself? Because that's where you're going to start creating your vision from and having those in place is really, really, really going to help you. So this week, I want you to start looking at your life and going, okay, here's where I'm at. I'm going to take accountability for all of it. And if there's any piece of resistance in you and y'all, your resistance shows up in your gut, check your belly. If you, if you start feeling a pull, a dis-ease in your stomach, that means there's resistance there and you have work to do. And that's all it means. It doesn't mean that you can't get there. It doesn't mean anything. It just means you have work to do. So start looking at your life and claiming it. This means you're going to have to give up every victim piece that you have going on. You can no longer blame anybody else. You can no longer blame your parents. You can no longer blame the government. You can no longer blame the, you know, correctional facility. Like, you know, this is something my husband and I have had to go through. Like it has just been put in our face that, hey, listen, you're either going to own it all or you get to own none of it. But when you own it all, I promise you, you will find a happiness and a freedom and a joy that is above and beyond all of that. And you are going to fall in love with those feelings and want to claim it every single day of your life. So I get choked up when I talk about it, (laughs) y'all. You have no idea. Like I just, I'm so, so happy that just I'm in a place to be, to even feel this way and then to be able to share it with somebody. It's just so fulfilling to me. And I really, really, really appreciate each and every person that listens to this podcast, because what I want more than anything for everybody is for them to feel good and to start to use the innate power that we all have. So anyway, y'all, that's the work for this week. And until next time, you guys have an amazing day.